1: Welcome to Spiritual Queen's Badass Podcast. My name is Emma Mumford and I'm your host. I'm an award-winning blogger, YouTuber, life coach, badass entrepreneur, manifester and author. My mission is to awaken and to inspire women to live their best lives now and to find their purpose in life. I do this through sharing the power of law of attraction and spirituality. I hope my podcast will inspire you to raise your game and to start living your best life today. Without further ado, let's get started with this week's episode. Hi guys and welcome back to another one of my podcast episodes. Thank you so much for joining me and today I wanted to talk about the exciting process of writing my first book Spiritual Queen. So you may have noticed if you follow me on my social channels or check out my website that my first book Spiritual Queen is now available for pre-order and it is being released on January the 3rd so not long at all. And It has been such a process over the last year and a bit now to birth this book, write this book, publish this book and finally get it to a stage where I'm holding it in my hands when I actually got the first copy through the post today and it was really, really surreal to hold that and to like actually hold your book in your hands. I can't describe the feeling to you of seeing your words like on digital, like on a word document and then seeing an actual cover put together with your interior, it's like, oh my God, it actually worked. It's actually a book, it's actually real. And I think today was like the first time where I was like, it's real, like it's actually happening, like when you hold the finished product in your hands. So the process that I went on to write that book, obviously I've spoken about it in my How I Manifested in my book deal video. So obviously in that video, I talk more about the book deal and how the book deal happened, but there's actually like the process of writing the book. And I think this is equally as important to share because it's like, how the heck do you write a book? And, I really didn't know how to write a book if I'm honest. Like back in the day when I was always like, I, always, I knew I was gonna write a book from a very, very young age. Like I always wanted to be an author. I always knew that it interested me. I just had no idea what I would ever write a book on if I'm honest, like I had no idea. And obviously when I started my couponing business, I thought that like that would be the book. But then I was like, no, it's definitely not money saving. So last year um, in August when I was in Santorini with Mr. C, um, like it was our first holiday together and it was like, oh, really exciting. And that is when I read Rebecca Campbell's Light is the New Black. And this book really inspired me because it really like spoke to authors and like sharing your message with the world. And that I think was the pinnacle moment where I was like, yes, I'm gonna do this full time. I'm gonna sell my couponing business. I'm going to write a book and I'm gonna get it published and that's like when the dream was born and I think I didn't really understand like the process of getting a book published because obviously I was trying to get a book published but I had no book proposal I had absolutely no idea so I then came across that Hay House do a writer's course and this was in Bristol last year. So I went along to that and that's when I met Hannah and loads of other lovely people. And um, that course was really, really good, really good. I learned so much information and even, you know, through my pitch to Hay House that I made, it was such a learning curve. I learned so much and I learned my book. I think that's the important thing. Like, I don't think I knew what my book was about or what the message was until I submitted it to Hay House because in your proposal you're like, you have to sell the book. Like you've gotta literally like tell people what is your like what your book's about. And I was like what is my book about? I'm not gonna lie, I didn't know before that point and I'm just gonna own that. And I'd already written about three to five chapters. So I wrote them from my holiday up until the November last year when the Hay House course was and then submitted the chapters in the March. So I didn't write anything past my sample chapters just because I wasn't feeling motivated Um and the universe has started the lessons by that point. So um I was kind of just not feeling motivated to write. And also like my top tip for writing is like only write when you are inspired to. Because I, no matter how much I forced myself, especially in the end when I really just wanted to get it done and wrapped up, it was like, it's just, especially when you're writing, you know, inspiring content and positive content, like the content I wanted to share would not have come through me and channeled so easily if I was trying to force it. So I always wrote comfortably. So I wasn't working to any deadlines because obviously I didn't have the book deal until the book was actually written. So if you can do that, I totally suggest doing that because deadlines aren't fun for anybody. And when you're working with the universe, it doesn't really listen to deadlines. So if you can write that book before, it makes your pitch stronger because obviously the publisher can see the full picture, see your writing style more. Um, they do normally ask for only three to five chapters, but I said the whole thing because I just like to be over prepared. Um, so yeah, obviously I probably would suggest sticking to, um, the, whatever the publisher like requires of you. Cause like sometimes it possibly could have put people off by sending my whole manuscript but I just didn't have time for that so I was like you can have the whole thing um so like the publishing world is really interesting because I've learned so much over the last year about how publishing works um how the monetary side of publishing works and actually how maybe sometimes I don't like the publishing world um and you know, through submitting to different um publishing houses, it just taught me that actually, like what definitely wasn't meant for me, and like what I definitely wouldn't have been happy with and you know, I did get so far with one publisher, and I was like being told that yes, it was gonna happen, and my book was great, the proposal was great, the name was great, and funnily enough, the name did change three times um the first title was, I think, How to Be a Spiritual Queen. Then the second title was Manifesting Queen. And then the third title, which Emma picked because Emma knew best at the end of the day was Spiritual Queen. And like, it's funny because that's the first name I started out with. Like I remember being sat at the Hay House course and they were sharing this website that apparently they used to put in book title names to see how... um unique it is or like how successful it would be in a genre I think or something like that and I typed in spiritual queen then and there and it came up with 33.33% like accurate or successful shall we say so at that point when it was like 33.33% I was like hello universe okay I'll take that as a sign and it always stuck with me that because although it changed to manifest in queen which I was totally hating can I just say um and that was not my choice to change that. It was to pitch to a certain publisher. I I came back to Spiritual Queen. And I think that was the beauty that the name came back to Spiritual Queen. And I was like, that is me, that's my blood. And you know, that publisher wanted me to change my entire brand to be published with them. And I was like, hell no, like you are a book publisher. I love you, but no, like, I've spent too much time rebranding from Coupon Queen to Spiritual Queen to then rebrand again. Like, Spiritual Queen was like me. And I think Manifesting Queen was just so restricting as well because I'm not just about manifesting. I'm not just Law of Attraction. It's so much freaking more than that. And I wanted room to grow into that name as well. So I'm so glad that I did stick to my guns and almost like practically walked away from that opportunity really because I got a no as well but I did I basically walked away um because I knew that that book was not like it wasn't meant to be with that publisher by that point and I knew that it was never gonna work because I can't be moulded and I know that's like that, that probably sounds terrible like I can't be moulded but my work is about being authentic my work is about doing you being you and just fearlessly loving yourself and you know sharing your message being the light and you know creating the life of your dreams so for me I knew that by sacrificing what I believed in and sacrificing my voice to get a book deal was not me and when I say like I can't be molded I've had it a lot people keep saying to me and I had this in my coupon at work you're too polished you're too much of a brand we can't change you and for years it baffled me and I was like, but why don't I get these opportunities? Like if I'm polished and I'm such a great brand, why is that a disadvantage? And I couldn't get my head around it. And what I've come to learn through this experience is that sometimes brands, publishers, whatever, agents, media, whatever you want to call it, they want someone they can tailor to sell their message and be like a book machine. And I'm all for sales. I've worked in sales my entire life. Like, I'm not being funny. We have bills to pay at the end of the day. Like, I'm not there to not sell a book. If I'm going to write a book, I'm going to sell a book too. But ultimately, it's not ramming it down people's throats. It's not sacrificing your voice to fit in with some mainstream bullshit. Like, I've never fitted in. So for me, the biggest lesson I learned along this journey was that having these dreams of how we think things should look is great and there's nothing wrong with that but the universe does know better and the way my book happened through my publishers that guy's house was so much better for me as an author so much financially better for myself and also my book has 100% come out Unedited. Now, obviously, it has been edited by an editor to obviously fix grammar, spelling, because God knows I'm not great at that on my best days. But when I say unedited, I mean structurally edited. So it has not been edited to fit into some mainstream or to please anybody. It is authentic. So how it's come out my mouth, or well, hasn't come out my mouth, but out of my hands into my Word document is exactly how that book's being birthed. And I'm really proud of that because not many people can say that their work does that. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with being edited, like Jesus, sometimes we need it, but I think it's it's what message is being edited at the end of the day. Is it just some light tweaks to help sentences sound better or is it dulling down or dulling down your shine and your sparkle and your voice from the universe to sell more copies, that's what I'm trying to get at here. So for me, it it was never about how many copies would sell or anything like that, it was writing this book and the book has been a journey. So the whole writing process for me, it took me a year to write the book, but I did have six months off. So I was not writing the whole way. Like I said, I wrote the three to five sample chapters from August to November, submitted the book proposal in March to to Hay House and then, July I then started um pitching to other how like publishing houses and stuff like that and then finally came across Sean at that guy's house in July and then by the end of August I'd signed my contract with them so yeah like that's the kind of timeline as such and then obviously like and to be honest the book has come out so much quicker than it would with like another publisher. So for instance, like, Hay House, when I pitched to them, they were like, you know, it takes about a year and a half. So say, for instance, had I signed with them, like you wouldn't have seen my book until like next autumn. Whereas my books come out so much quicker, one, because it was already written. And secondly, because, you know, through my publishers, they have a much quicker turnaround and it's just a totally different structure as such. So, and I obviously made sure the front cover happened. I like obviously um, set that up and stuff. So I obviously had quite a big part and that's what I loved really, was having a part in that process. I felt part of the process, I was able to 100% have creative control over my work, which is very important to me. Like if I'm putting my name to something and I'm putting my brand to something, like it has to feel good, it has to be authentic and it has to be me. Otherwise, what's the freaking point? So having full creative control meant that there were no disappointments. There was no like, oh God, like how's that gonna look to people? It was yes, this is my work. This is exactly how I envisioned it. This is exactly how I saw it in my mind. And it looks like that, fantastic. And obviously I'm a really visual person. So the book's very visually pleasing. And that was like a real big importance for me as well as, you know, having great content. So really like, how did I get the inspiration of what to write? So I, th- I knew that the book was, I think I've got, I'd, I've always had ideas of like what, how the books would be. So I know what like my second, third and fourth book are, but obviously that's totally flexible to changing. Like I'm sure I'm gonna get even more ideas and even more things will happen and you know, things will get changed and i'll be inspired by different things but i knew the first book was going to be a memoir slash self-help book so it does talk about you know things that have happened in my past and i do go into a lot more detail of my past what led me to do certain things in life like my experiences my journeys and then how i
0: JD Power ranks Sleep Number number 1 in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
1: started my businesses and basically how I've got to where I am today success wise, business wise and emotionally. And also, you know, my manifesting journey, like I go really deep into everything, which, you know, you can't do on a YouTube video. You just can't do that. Otherwise you'd be there for about seven blooming hours. So yeah, it was, it was good to like explore those, you know, explore the past again and like not relive it. I don't want to say relive, but do you know what? Like even that was healing. Like not bringing it up I don't think that's the right word like expressing it shall I say or telling telling the story was healing for me because I was able to realize the bigger picture and say like hey those things were shit but bloody hell you're writing a book Emma like this is like winning here this is the lesson like all of that you were meant to share here to help people so it was really healing for me to be able to share those experiences for sure but What then happened was uh, totally unexpected. So the universe thought, hey, Emma's writing a book. She's written down all her chapter headings. These look great. So what we're gonna do to help her write this book is we're gonna test her on every single chapter. So then what happened was the biggest testing year of my life in many aspects. So... And Kyle Gray said this on my podcast. If you go and listen to his um, podcast episode I did with him on my channel, um, he even says like, be careful what you claim to be because the universe will test you on it. Now, I wasn't claiming to be anything in the book. I never claimed to be anything more than myself, but I guess because I was openly talking about these experiences, like manifesting my twin flame or dream love and manifesting just everything, the universe was like, okay, So you wanna talk about these things. Don't worry, you will. But we're just gonna intensify everything, really test you on every aspect of your life so you can make this book even better. Now I'm not being funny. This book has got so much better since I wrote this. So I had a six month break from November to June. And by June, everything was like kicking off royally in my life of tests, like challenges, Oh, the whole fricking lot, really. The whole fricking lot. So I know I haven't really like spoken about a lot in my own life over the last, well, probably near enough eight months now. And there there is a reason for that. Like I'm always a believer of you only speak about things once you're through them because I didn't know the lessons. I didn't know what the heck was going on. And to be honest, like it, I don't have to share that. Like at the end of the day, I don't have to share that. But obviously I... I'm an honest, open person. So for me, when it feels right, I do feel that if it can help someone, it it should be shared. Like obviously if I feel comfortable with it and I feel it's appropriate. So this book is really so, such an open, honest, like documentation of the last year. Like it talks about all the freaking tests the universe put me through. So relationship, career, financial, um friendships oh my freaking god like I and to be honest I know I'm not the only one so many authors have told me this that when they write their book you have a pretty transformational time writing it and I'm really blessed and I've heard Gabby speak about this as well actually Gabby Bernstein that she always gets tested on what she writes too so if you are planning to be an author or write yourself a book just good luck to you (laughs) like good Freaking luck. I mean, it's all great. I would just wanna say like, I've come out the other end of it. It's all great. It's all worked out for the highest good and everything's a lot better than it was last year. But equally, I'm like, did I really, like universe, did I really have to go through that to write this book? But do you know what? Without the intensity, without the depth, without the pain, without the sadness, without the absolute questioning times of what the fuck is going on, I don't think that book would have as much depth as it does. Like, it is a very deep book. And in a positive way, I want to say it's not like really depressive and emotional. It's deep in a really freaking good way because it takes the pain that I went through and transforms it into tools and techniques to help people. So it's not just a, oh my God, here I am, a story. It's really not. It is like, it's very... Unlike that at all. Obviously, like I give explanations and examples, but it's m- that like, that's the memoir segment. But the self help segments in all chapters is okay, so this is how you deal with it. And the only way I would have learned that is from going through this the last year. So I can totally see why the universe does this. Do I feel it's necessary? Um, well I'm scared to write the second book, I'll tell you that. I'm like, Jesus, if this is what happens when I write the first book, I think I'm just gonna write a book about horses next time because at least I'll only get tested on horses and I don't own a horse, so hopefully it should be okay. But going yeah, I think and who knows, like I don't even know whether like should we say more mainstream authors go through this if they do um like biographies or, you know, write about other things. But for me, like writing not only about my own life, but about the things I've gone through and then advising people, I was like, oh my God, I'm being tested on everything. But this happens, like the universe tests you. When you claim to be something, the universe is like, okay, babes, let's see what you got. And this happens in all aspects of my life. Like whenever I say like, right, I'm raising my standards. I'm not tolerating this. I get tested on it because the universe is like, okay, let's see how strong you are. Are you gonna give in again? Or are you gonna do the right thing? So this is why I believe it happens. And truthfully the content wrote itself like I didn't have a plan I'd written out the chapters which I felt and obviously the chapters names changed like loads of stuff changed anyway like chapter names but the kind of concept shall we say of the chapter remained the same and the more I kind of went into the darkness of the last year the better the book got I'm not gonna lie like I generally think if I hadn't have gone through the last year, it would have been a pretty basic bitch book. And that's not something I would have been proud of. Like when I read this book now, and I've had to read it about five times (laughs) to um, obviously ensure that everything's still factually correct because I wrote it, you know, some stuff about a year ago. So some things factually weren't correct. Like I'd sold my business by that time, blah, blah, blah. So things had to be changed, like just updated and refreshed. But yeah, like looking back, it still makes me cry, but happy tears, happy tears, because I'm like, oh my God, like this is why this had to happen. Like, this is so good. Like, it's so deep and meaningful. And like, sometimes I look at my writing, like, especially my blog posts and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, I don't really feel it's deep and meaningful. But looking at it now, I can see how far my works progressed over the last year. Like, you know, even like my English literature, like, is that even the right, I mean, I'm terrible. I didn't even know whether it's English language or English literature, but I think like my my literacy, I wanna say literacy. Like this is how amazingly qualified as an author I am. So my literacy or basically my words, my words I use, that sounds so simple. (laughs) So the type of, or the style of writing like has totally changed the last year. And I'm proud of that. I'm proud that I've been able to explore more of my like, writing skills and develop them and I think it really shows in my work now that you know I can communicate things better like I found that I can communicate you know the downloads I receive better I think that's something I've noticed also that before I feel everything was quite basic bitch whereas now I would say it's like a deep level it's like deep bitch level whereas yeah I think it was just quite I don't wanna keep using the word basic, but that's the only word I can use. I'm not saying my work was basic, it wasn't. It helps people, you know, at that stage, it does help people. But I think in our spiritual journeys, and obviously as I've gone through this like second awakening almost, like I have awakened to a deeper meaning, meaning my work is deeper, if that makes sense. So there have been so many lessons last year. And at some points I've generally thought like, yeah, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. Like, I'm tired of being tested. Like, what the actual hell? But now I'm out of it. Like, it is so rewarding, so rewarding. And what will be the most rewarding part of this is, like, hearing you, go- like, seeing you guys with your books, reading the book and hearing your feedback. Like, that is what is the reward here for all of this. So... I think, you know, at parts I did lose that, I think, because, I think because I was so, like, focused on who the publisher had to be, obviously, I was just, I think I lost the meaning of the book, and I I spoke about this in my video when I was, like, I forgot why I'd even written this book, so for me, like, this book was also a journey to remember, like, you've got this, like, you don't need what you think you need, Emma, like, the universe really knows better for the highest good of all, and the way this book has been birthed is in the best way possible, literally the best way possible, so if you would like to pre-order the book, obviously the link will be in the description box down below, but it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Waterstones and I'm so proud of it like the cover I'm super super proud of it's exactly how I envisioned it so I'm really happy with the cover and the interior is beautiful so a big thank you to Sean and Peter at my publishing house for you know bringing my visions to life at the end of the day and I can't wait to celebrate with you so I've got my launch party on publication day with like friends family and press so obviously I would love to bring you all guys there but it is. It is official affair shall we say and then on the 9th of february we will be doing a book signing event in london so this is for my spiritual queen summit so it's a one day transformational workshop with myself and special guests where you're gonna learn so freaking much not just from the book but like all of the knowledge I have to offer and all of the knowledge which my amazing speakers have to offer as well. It's gonna be such a fun day. And at the end, we'll have a little book signing event as well. Because it was really important to me that I did something, but seeing as it's me who has to organise it, like I thought, let's cram it into one amazing freaking day. So I really, really hope that you guys enjoy the book and this podcast has helped give you a little bit more of an insight into the writing journey. It is transformational, it is hard, but it is the most rewarding thing ever. Like even if I was never to earn a single penny off this book, the feeling that I have holding this book is like a proud mama. And Mr. C has not read this book. He read the first half, which was the sample chapters, but he has not read a single page of everything that has happened this year so haha, that's gonna be fun but obviously like everything's positive <laughs> like everything's positive there's nothing to worry about him but yeah it like he doesn't think he's in the book so that's gonna be amazing when he reads it and he's like oh okay yep I'm in the book. Like I'm a lot in the book. Um, So yeah, I wanted to keep that as a little surprise for him. So we knew he was obviously spoken about in the manifesting the dream man bit, but he did not know that all our tests, challenges and (laughs) everything else. Like obviously I don't speak about private stuff. Obviously I don't talk about everything. Like that's not right. But in the most respectful way, um, he doesn't know that he is my biggest teacher that, all of the stuff that has happened to us the last year and in all aspects of our lives, like have been the pinnacle of writing this book and making me feel proud about this book. You know, it is an amazing journey, an amazing story that I am now able to use to help people and help people who are going through that themselves and can't make sense of this crazy journey, especially as a twin flame. So yeah it's like almost like our story will help people and it's it's gonna be interesting to see what he thinks of it that's all I'm gonna say it's gonna be interesting because he's just not gonna expect it at all so um I can't wait to give him a copy and let me like read it read it so thank you so much guys for listening to my podcast i appreciate all your views and listens don't forget to subscribe if you're new here and as always you can join in on the conversation on my free facebook law of attraction support group where you can join myself and other like-minded souls talk all things law of attraction and spirituality and as always you can find more about myself and my work over on my website emmamumford.co.uk and don't forget the book is being launched on the 3rd of january so not long to go and also you can get a free masterclass so one of my manifestation masterclasses, all about self-love so it's a 90 minute webinar you get for free when you pre-order my book so head on over to my website to find that um because obviously if you're going to pre-order it you're gotta get a freebie too come on so have a look at that get the freebie and you get a free self-love masterclass which is super awesome so thank you so much guys lots of love as always and I'll see you in my next podcast which will be next week lots of love guys
0: ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer